Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome into Coffee Break. Appreciate you hanging out with us this morning. The show's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant, 459-8565. And uh, glad, as I said, to have you with us this morning. And glad to have Michael Venata here. He's the, the man, the myth, the legend of a little place we call Starbase. Mike, how you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, it's it's early, so I appreciate you rolling in here. Oh, I I would be at work myself, so you know. <laughs> at least it doesn't smell like a campfire today. It was weird. This side of the building was some of you. You go out in the hall, and it was okay yesterday, but in this studio, it smelled like somebody had set up a little station to cook some s'mores or something yesterday. It yeah. was it was pretty bad. You know, it's it's crazy how some days were totally fine, and then the next day it's. We'll open the windows once in a while at Starbase, and we, we can't when it's super smoky, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I, the fires, they, they can just go away, you know. Yeah. It's, well, we were getting close, and that the, the haystack fire was 80% contained. It's almost taken care of, and then uh, one pops up over by Augusta, and I think that's the smoke that we were getting uh, for the most part was that one uh, over by Augusta, and it's just uh, it made it rough today. We got a little bit of rain, and things tamped down a little bit, so uh, hopefully that helped out there with those fires too. I, we, we didn't get a whole lot of rain here in uh, in Helena, but out uh, I was over in East Helena for their football practice yesterday, and they were getting poured. You know, it was it was a damn downpour over there. Yeah, we will take the rain. Right yeah, now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll absolutely take that. We just don't want the lightning that comes along with it they actually uh, the vigilantes had to they, they got about 45 minutes of practice in and then they had lightning strikes and had to uh, go run and hide unfortunately um so uh mike this is not the uh, the fire and weather show i promise you uh michael vanana is here uh to talk starbase we may uh we were trying to touch base with kevin tenney out at the uh, lewis and clark county fairgrounds as well not sure if we're going to be able to get him uh, for the second half of the show or not we'll let you know if if, if we don't we're going to Keep chatting with uh, Mike, and uh, I guess for the folks that haven't heard you, haven't met you, could you introduce yourself? Let them know a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Mike Vanetta, and uh, I am the director of Starbase out at Fort Harrison. Um, Starbase is a DoD uh, federally funded program. Uh, it's STEM education, uh, so science, technology, engineering, and math uh, for fifth graders. So every fifth grader in Helena and East Helena. Um, comes out to our program. We're out Fort Harrison on the base um, throughout the year, and we do uh, 25 hours of programming with them, you know, with science and robotics, uh, 3D CAD software, and uh, it's just a ton of fun. And, you know, last year we had some challenges with COVID like everybody else, mm-hmm. but we're kind of back this year to uh, full capacity and, and seeing classes for five days at a time, which is how it's supposed to be delivered. So, you know, we're just excited to have students back out there and uh, the students love, you know, it's a field trip for them, even though they're coming to essentially another school. Um, kids love it. You know, I got my staff back this year. I, uh, one of my teachers, uh, Devin, he was, he was teaching remotely last year, um, the whole year. So he's back now uh, at Starbase. So we have a, a full staff going and it's just, you know, it's, it's pretty uh, lucky to, to to make a living doing that kind of stuff. You yeah. Know? Well, it's lucky for us that we have uh, that available here in our community. It's not something that's available everywhere. There's uh, there, there's two in Montana working on a third. 
Yep, yep. There's one in Great Falls as well, and uh, we are in the process of trying to get uh, a new one started up in Malta. Uh, there's a new armory that was built up there, um, and it's just I haven't been up there myself, but I've heard it's just a really beautiful facility. You know, provides a great resource for you know um, National Guard, and there's a classroom up there that we're gonna we're gonna hopefully have and. Um, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a challenge because, you know, we'll probably have to get, um, a waiver from the DOD cause we're not going to have the, the class sizes, just number of students per class that we're, mm-hmm. that we have in Helena and Great Falls. But, <clears throat> um, you know, the good thing about Malta up in the high line is there's not a lot of opportunities, you know, for STEM. There's, there's no exploration works. There's no museum of the Rockies. Um, and so we're trying to hit all those communities up there, you know, Haver, Lewistown, Glasgow, and it would be a bit of a bus ride, but those those Highline kids are used to riding the bus to, right. to go wherever. It's no big deal, yeah. you know. So it's a uh, so Cara, who's you know um, the uh, program manager for for all the Starbase in in uh, Montana. She's been working hard on getting that going and coordinating with the myriad of school districts up there and trying to get everything in place. But uh, that's kind of one of our big goals is to expand <clears throat> Starbase's impact to our communities here in Montana. And, uh, you know, General Ronick, who's the tag out at Fort Harrison, you know, sits on Governor Gene Forte's cabinet. Uh, he, he's really a huge supporter of the program and, and wants to see it spread to other communities and, and make those impacts, you know, because really what it comes down to is it's about showing kids what's out there it's given them exposure right um especially those those kids who come from uh you know not as much means as some else some of us you know who have a little bit more uh kind of inspire them and say hey you can do uh you know you can do robotics you can be an engineer it's fun uh yeah it's it's just a really great program i've been really happy to be a part of it and you know if we can get that Maltus. There's a lot of moving pieces with that, obviously, sure. but uh, if we can get that going, uh, it's going to be a huge, huge resource for you know the Highline communities, and uh, you know, and it, down the road, eventually, um, we'd also like to open another location down in Billings, uh, which, is, of course, like all Montanans know, it's our biggest community uh, as far as population, and there's you know, a lot of kids down there who could benefit from the program, so. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting time, um, you know, end of this year, you know, next spring and about some, what's going to happen with Starbase. Yeah. Well, and, and if you head to Billings, I, I'm a Billings kid. I got plenty of lunch options if you have to take a road trip, Mike. <laughs> Though uh, I, I, the Hitchin Post up in Malta, I'll throw that one out there okay. for yeah. uh, for anybody that knows the Hitchin Post out there, a great diner up there. And uh, Yeah, Starbase is just all about uh, highlighting, bringing to the forefront STEM education for kids. And I suppose there is that question of, well, don't they get that in school anyway? Right. Like that's if there's a I don't know that there's anybody going to be fighting against Starbase. But if there was somebody going, well, why are you doing it? Because don't they get that in their normal curriculum? I I guess there's that. That's a yes and no answer. Right. It's a no answer. Um, You know, the one thing that makes Starbase unique um, is is we can do things out there that you you can't do in a regular classroom. I mean, we got, you know, every kid will have their own iPad. Every kid has their own laptop. You know, uh, and, and the activities by design are 
hands-on, you know, it's not, you know, you're not, they're not filling out worksheets. They're not getting lectured to constantly, which we've known in education for a while. It's not the best model for learning, but <clears throat> you know, it, it gets the students active in, in learning, you know, what they're not just hearing or seeing their, their, cause I mean, pe people learn in a number of ways. We have visual learners, mm -hmm. we have audio learners. Some people can read and retain it. Some people can't. And so Starbase has a multiple approach on how we present the, the material. And, uh, and we, we, we try, well, we don't try, I mean, we succeed at making sure every kid is, is supported and successful because you've got kids coming in who maybe you know they're in fifth grade maybe they're at a second grade reading level right. you know and so uh in, in certain types of programs that would be more challenging for them but a star base you know there's not a lot of reading you know they're they're doing stuff and it's really great because and you know my my staff meets with every teacher before they come out there talk about you know who are your students what are their needs how can we support them how can we make them successful and you know, so the, the kids who are a bit lower, um, you know, learning wise or where they're at, you know, with their skills always succeed at Starbase and success doesn't always have to be the same for everybody. You know, sure. success looks different for, you know, uh, Johnny versus Susie. And so we, we really support that um, type of learning. And and the thing is, is, you know, and as a scientist myself, it's a bit you know, it's a bit disheartening, but across the country, you know, with, with elementary education, science is kind of getting pushed by the wayside. They're, they're having to focus and rightfully so, but on, on literacy, having kids be able to read and math skills and writing, you know, these kind of, you know, I mean, everybody needs to write in the world, right? Not everybody mm -hmm. needs to know how atoms work. I mean, it'd be nice if they did, right? but right. not everybody, it's not one of those core competencies. So yeah, I mean, there's, you know, it depends upon the, the educator in his or her classroom, if they have some, some space for science curriculum, but when, when they come to Starbase, they, they just get, like I said, 25 hours of it. Um, you know, we're aligned with the national standards. So we're teaching stuff that fifth graders are supposed to know and, and be competent in. So, yeah, I mean, we have, we have one kid coming one year who was bummed. We weren't doing history, you know? So, right. so I mean, right. kids are different and, and it's just really, uh, you know, we're getting some data, some feedback this year for some students. Uh, it's kind of a new initiative that I started. Uh, and so far, the vast majority of them say, hey, this has made me more interested in, in STEM. Mm -hmm. It has made me think about, hey, maybe I could go into a career one day with, with some STEM. Because um, it's kind of scary for some kids, you know, math, oh, I'm not good at math, or I don't, you know, that, that seems, I mean, society at large knows science is complicated and kind of difficult. So, when they're 10, they go, Hey, this stuff is fun. I'm doing, I'm, I'm being successful. You know, we, we teach them and show them that, you know, uh, challenges are part of, part of science. You know, you, you, if you're going to just stop whenever you come across an obstacle or, or something that's a, a bit difficult, we would never get anywhere with science. And so kids learn, you know, failing is, is a integral part of the success. Yeah. Well, and you um, hook them with the robots. You know, what, what 10 year old doesn't want to come in and go, I, Hey, Hey, today we're going to play with robots. Is that okay? Yeah. Well, who's gonna, I mean, what kid's going to say no? They, they just, you know, like you said, universally, the kids are like, Oh right. my God, robots. <laughs> right. You know? Well, and before that, I mean, maybe in years past, that was a bit of a novelty, right? In some sense, you know, but now, right. 
the next five to ten years, that might be a building block. The way that we're going with robotics and and computers and machinery, that that could be the start of a career for a kid. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Helena has, you know, a strong foundation of robotics in the high school. You know, with Fusion, <laughs> yeah. the Team Fusion. Yeah, they've been going to the the the, the national yeah world. Yeah, you know, so we kind of have that, you know, I mean, we are blessed in Helena, you know, state capital. We have a lot of resources that say a Malta wouldn't, um, but every kid comes in and, you know, the robots are one of their favorite activities. It also is challenging, you know, you ha they have to program this robot on their own to, to navigate a maze, to do certain things. We teach them how to do it and then they have to figure it out, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, there's all universally kids, you know, when they succeed at something's challenging, it is rewarding. It's rewarding for us as adults, you know. Um, and so we also just have these brand new robots that just came out. So we've been using Lego robots for years. The, the, the first generation were called NXTs. They're kind of dinosaurs now. They're completely phased out. Uh, the one after that were called EV3s. And we, we, we were rolling with those the last few years. And they just came out with a, you know, a new edition. They're called Spike Primes. And they're, they're super cool. You know, they're, we just got those um, this year. And, and so uh, I don't know with my colleagues across the country with Starbase, but I'm sure we're one of the few sites who were using those Spike Primes. Most of them are still rolling with the EV3s. But... You know, the programming aspect is a big part of it. Maybe, maybe, you know, like you said, maybe they don't go into robotics, but the programming that, you know, that they're going to be coding, writing software. I mean, there's never enough of those people for society. There's always a demand for people who can write code. Everybody wants an app. Everybody yeah. wants, everyone wants a website. Everybody wants media, you know, to connect to your customers, to your, uh, you know, your fans, whatever it is. So, but you're right. The robots are, are one of the big draws. Um, and and I can't co do any coding. I can't pro program a robot, so I need somebody that can. Right. Yeah. The world needs somebody that can. And we, we do have more. We're, we're going to talk more with Mike coming up, but we do have to take a break. So uh, we'll go ahead and do that now before I just forget to do it. And then we'll come back and talk more Starbase on Coffee Break. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back. This is Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. And the show is brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant, 459-8565. Mike Vanatta hanging out with us this morning. He runs Starbase. That's something that's helping uh, fifth graders in our community uh, sort of get 
connected with STEM and showing them how important that uh, that could be in their lives. It could be setting the path for some of these kids. And uh, we do that with fifth kids in the school district, but you're also in the middle of bringing it back sort of a, uh, a STEM. It's 2.0, right? It's stuff that kids are doing in the middle school. Right. So Starbase 2.0, um, you know, it, it's a con- continuation of hopefully that spark, you know, giving it oxygen, letting kids. So it's an after school program in the middle schools. Um, you know, one of my my teachers is my 2.0 coordinator, uh, Kinsey Vavrushka. She's just really talented, um, you know, very passionate about STEM. And so she's been working on, with, you know, and of course COVID is there. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we're having to kind of navigate, you know, because um, the big part about 2.0 is that we need volunteers to make it happen it's an after school program Um, it's based in a classroom at the school with one of the teachers at the school and uh, you know starbase provides all the technology and whatever the curriculum Um, but kind of the the main draw to that program the bread and butter of that is having stem mentors um, or coaches, I think mm-hmm. they're called now. You know how terms can change. Um, but so these are professionals from the community. They're engineers. They're uh, you know in medicine. They're maybe they're teachers. They you know uh, they're military members. And so they come in and work with you know these teams of middle school kids. You know three to four of them per team over the course of 10 weeks, and usually it's a project, you know, they're working on something for 10 weeks involving STEM. Um, Kinsey wants to start, you know, doing some robotics leagues and stuff. Um, so, but we, you know, we can't do the program without the mentors. And so part of part of our job as Starbase is to kind of foster partnerships with the community and with different STEM organizations to kind of, because I mean, it, People don't know about it, right? Right, and so I mean, you know, various people like to give back to the community. You know, like to volunteer in, in various capacities. And so, hey, you know, do you like you know middle school kids? And for some people, I get it. Maybe it's not their thing. Right. You know, it, it could be. You know, it's 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 a wild time with middle school kids. They're you know, they're going through a lot themselves with the new experience in middle school. Their my wife's change, a middle you know. school teacher. I mean, God bless her. I don't know yeah, how. Like yeah. she's far more patient my, than my I am. mom was a middle school teacher for years too. And you know, but it's a fun time. And the reason Starbase exists for fifth graders is you know, research has shown that it's about ten years old when kids start to kind of figure out what they're into, mm-hmm. right? What they want to do with their life. You know, I don't like that stuff. You know, I want to learn more about this. And so that's why we do Starbase for fifth graders. And then so 2.0, you know, we're trying to keep that going, kind of, you know, providing support, continuing to fan those flames, maybe of some interest. Um, And eventually, you know, um, I think we talked about this last time, too, uh, of I think three or four Starbases in the country. I don't remember where exactly, but they have started piloting a Starbase 3.0 which, you know, is uh, high school. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, ideally in a, in a utopian world, you know, we have this pipeline established where kids come in as 10-year-olds. This stuff is pretty cool. I like this. I could do this. Middle school, they go through that. And there's been some success stories, and, you know, it's out there of, of kids who have gone through all the way into college into STEM careers. Oh, sure. And STEM fields. And they attribute that, hey, Starbase, you know, 
because I mean, STEM is expensive. You know, I mean, it's it's not. You know, I mean, the supplies are not cheap, and so it's nice that the, you know, the taxpayers like me and you and you know our friends and family, you know, the government uses those dollars to support these programs because, um, you know, those those robots, those Spike Prime robots are three hundred fifty bucks a pop. You know, they were five hundred as EV threes. They've come down a bit. That's out of reach for a lot of kids in this country sure. and their parents, and so. You know, we, we can, you know, order 20 of them, you know, 10 of them, boom, no problem, and have them and put them into use, into hands. And that's really what it's about, like you said, is, is keeping that spark going. And uh, so, you know, we're hoping to have 2.0 going again, you know, this fall, you know, before Christmas. Um, you know, I mean, it, we'll see. There's a lot of moving pieces there, like I said. But, uh, you know, worst case scenario, I think the spring, you know, we'll – hopefully get get more clubs going and the thing about starbase 2.0 is you you don't necessarily have to have a starbase 1.0 operating so you know we could in theory you know start some after school 2.0 clubs in missoula or in billings Wherever. or in bozeman yeah. do you need volunteers for that here right now um absolutely so kinsey's going to be doing some some recruiting through that and she's building a network um we're also you know i'm going to tap on general ronick on the base and you know um the DOD, of course, they they just want volunteers involved with the program. But if they're military volunteers, you know that's that's their jam, right? Yeah. Because you know, um, it is attached to military bases. You know, a lot of kids. You think of you know what what do uh, people do in the military? They th you know they think well you know weapons you know that kind of stuff they don't think about hey this guy you know fixes tanks or mm -hmm. this guy works on radar technology for the humvees and so you know we're we're gonna have a a wide range of recruiting for that and um you know we were all set to go before covid hit we were right. gonna open a brand new 2.0 in east helena and uh at the time the the curriculum that was set up was was they were going to build underwater robots called sea perches and they're kind of tethered you know they're tethered to a control and uh i said this is a whole you know national program there's competitions we were just going to get you know our feet wet you know don't mind the pun but right. we were just going to you know kind of explore that but there's competitions and they have to make them go through different challenges underwater wow we were working with i think it was um Capital City Health Club to see if we could use their pool. I mean, you know, you need a fairly good sized pool. Sure. Um, so, 2.0 is it, there's a lot less restrictions on what you can do. Um, Starbase 1.0, you know, it's kind of like a you know McDonald's. Like when you go to McDonald's, you want to you, you know what same you, thing the ever, same thing every yeah. time. So, that you know you have some some choices to to what you want to teach in certain areas, but the curriculum is very much set. With 2.0. It just has to just to be STEM, you know, and and usually it leans towards engineering stuff. I know in Portland, Oregon, you know, um, one of our uh, programs out there, they do 2.0. Um, they they use the 3D uh, CAD software. The kids design their own cars, you know, like wow. uh, you know, like the the Boy Scout, mm -hmm. the Pinewood Derby. Yeah. They so they design their own cars. They 3D print them, and then they put them you know to, t to test cool. and stuff and so there's all kinds of of ways to engage those students and uh but yeah volunteers we're always looking for volunteers um you know of course you know 
they got to be criminally background checked to work in the school district. And, you know, and that's just, just safeguarding that, you know, we get the right people in mm -hmm. there. Um, but yeah, you know, we're, we're excited to, to be back. Like I said earlier, kind of back to hundred percent you know, operating procedure, like, you know, pre COVID we're still in the middle of COVID right. as we all right. know. And, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's such a cool thing. And actually, I as we uh, we're running light on time here, we just got a couple of minutes left. But one thing I saw the other day, I was wandering around the uh, the Starbase website. Actually, I saw a quote um, from from various people on there. They had stuff, but uh, Major General Quinn, he's been on the show before. And uh, interesting quote I, that uh, they had from a letter from him on the website. It said, uh, educating our nation's youth is the biggest investment we as a country can make. Our partnership between the Montana National Guard and DOD Starbase is centered on that investment. And that's really what this is. This this is an investment in uh, in, in our youth and in our future. It is. It is, you know. And, uh, you know, I mean, all kinds of jobs are important. All kinds of jobs are needed, you know, but STEM jobs for a long time into the future really are going to drive, you know, the innovation. Um, and that's why DOD is involved in it because, you know, uh, we wouldn't have GPS cell phones if it wasn't for the DOD mm -hmm. research and stuff. And so it benefits society in other ways besides just what, what can the military do with it? You know? Yeah, it, it, it's such a cool thing. Uh, Mike, we've got just about a minute left. If, if people are listening and, and they're in one of those fields and they're thinking, you know, I, I might be interested in maybe being a volunteer, maybe helping out that 2.0, what what should they do? Who should they contact? Um, they can contact. If, if you want to just give us a call at the office, that'd probably be the, the most direct way to get a hold of us. And, um, you know, the number out there is 406-324-3727. Um, but, you know, we, we are in the process of, of rebranding our logo and stuff. So once once that's done, we're going to have a brand new website and stuff. Cool. So we're going to have some more resources there. And uh, there's going to be newsletters coming out too in the future, which will help folks kind of know where to go to to volunteer very cool yeah and why and if uh if, if you're interested you missed anything uh, get a hold of me here it's just troy at montanaradio.com i'll uh, connect you with mike or whoever else out there at starbase uh, if if you want to help out because it really is an important thing and uh, it, it's a neat thing to have as a part of our community so michael Venetta, thanks so much for coming in and thanks for the work you're doing with our kids thank you thanks for having me always like to come out here and and get on the show. It's great. Yeah, we're we're gonna miss you uh, next couple of rounds, but uh, you you've drawn the short straw for somebody else. So uh, yeah, my my deputy director and teacher Kaylee is gonna come out. Kaylee Nathy, uh, whose husband just deployed. Okay, uh, he's in the guard. So we'll meet her. Uh, we'll yeah. meet her next week. You or next next month. month. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I scared Mike there. That's all the time we have. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, head on over, give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.